let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Fulter, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project Podcast is sponsored by Movement, Performance, and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility, stability, and strength. Your body is your greatest tool, and when you move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movementgb.com, that's M-V-M-T-G-B.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free for life. What's going on, guys? We are back for a round two attempt with Bonnie Vincent of Rediscover Yourself. Uh, her and Steve, you know, are uh, running Rediscover Yourself. They are energy, sound, frequency, therapy, business, and it's amazing. Um, if you are, Bonnie's going to go into a little bit more info um, about what they do, how they do it, why they do it. But if you are looking to learn more, definitely be sure to check out episode two of the podcast because Bonnie is a repeat guest and she was the OG, the very first guest we had on it. So Bonnie, thanks again for coming on. We are battling some technical difficulties, but uh, here we are. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Trevor, for having me back. And I'm so excited to be here. And, you know, we just have to power through these uh, technical difficulties at time to be able to deliver the message that we want to. as he was saying, uh, Steve and I have Rediscover Yourself, which is an energy sound frequency therapy practice. And I'm just going to go over a few things before we dive into what I really want to talk about. Um, I'm just going to tell you why, how, how, and what we do in our practice, and then we'll go over something else. Um, so we believe that the root cause of illness and disease comes from trapped negative emotions. So emotions not only control how we feel, but how we think and act. If we are focused on negative thoughts, it damages the body at a cellular level, which causes us to literally begin to self-destruct and cause disease. So our purpose is to identify what negative emotions you may have locked up inside of you. Locate where in the body the emotion is trapped and what sound frequency is needed and how long the frequency needs to be applied to the person to dissolve that emotion. These frequencies are specific to each individual and their emotions. So we have developed a targeted process that dissolves these trapped emotions, releasing them from the body. This in turn allows the body to recuperate on its own, quickly restoring balance and harmony. It is like the most safe, natural way to help heal the body. So now we're gonna talk about where these emotions came from or why they keep re- cycling Mm. so to speak because some people will there's a lot of modalities out there that release emotions but why did they come back Mm -hmm. so they release them they come back and they release them they come back and they go what the heck why why is this happening what we have come to found that it's um that you have actually body memories that are formed at conception so what we're focused on is the deep-seated body memories the ones that are keeping people stuck in life, 
Um, when something like, I'll give you a, an example, when something is repeated often enough, and you can be in the womb, so your mom can be having the same difficulties over and over and over and over again. And then eventually that becomes a body memory. If it's like a, a traumatic situation I'm talking about, okay. that becomes a body memory. And it can be, you can have good memories too, which is not bad. I was going to say, is it like, is that's where I get my uh, candy addiction from? <laughs> Very well could be. Yes. <laughs> so when it's repeated enough, especially if it's traumatic, it will actually cause a dent in the auric field. So that dent now becomes one of your body memories. So we can, we actually test for 13 different um, deep seated body memories within the body to see what an individual has, because we want to know when we're releasing emotions, we want to know if there's a deep seated disharmony behind those emotions so that we're able to let them know a that you have a deep-seated body memory, we can keep releasing these emotions, which is not a problem. But if we don't get rid of the body memory, that it keeps, it, it'll just keep coming back. So we have to get rid of the underlying, the body memory, you know, and really wipe it out of the body completely. And we do that from all lifetimes because it's not, body memories aren't in the present. The body memories are from either the past past lifetimes before you were even born. It could be from your grandparents or whatever. So these are body memories. And then you could have future ones that you may not even know is going to happen. So you want to prevent things from happening by just wiping the body memories out from all lifetimes. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go over um, some of the deep-seated body memories that we check for. And just to give people an idea. So for instance, illness, which many people have and many people are struggling with, and they're wondering why their illness comes back. Like if we talk about cancer, why does cancer come back? You know, is it because, you know, X, Y, Z, they're not doing this, they're not doing that? Maybe not. But is it a body memory? Is it a deep-seated illness body memory? That is one um, that we check for, and I actually uh, had, we actually released that one from Steve because okay. he battled with cancer a year ago, and he had a deep seated body memory of illness. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that his illness doesn't come back. So we had to release that body memory from all lifetimes, so it doesn't come back in the future. Okay. So that's an example of it. Another one is lack, and that's lack in everything. So uh, that one is huge for a lot of people because they could be experiencing lack in so many different areas of their life that they don't even realize, or they just like, oh, that's just the way my life is. I keep, I keep doing this thing and it just keeps, you know, happening to me and I always have lack. I never have enough. And it's like, so we have to make sure that we get rid of that that body memory of lack. Another one is fear, which so many people have. Um, yeah. Another one, I am not good enough. A mm. lot of people don't feel they're not worthy of a lot mm. of, and, and it's amazing how many people we see that believe they're not worthy. And that's because at one point in their life, 
they were told they weren't good enough or they can't do that or why, you know, and if it's a traumatic enough to that individual, it's going to become a deep seated body memory. We just, you know, we don't know until we um, uh, test somebody when they come in. Another one, um, will people like me? You know, that's a good one. And then there's another belief, a belief that you'll get your just desserts. (laughs) And, And that, you know, these are so good. These are so huge for people. Um, not being heard. Mm-hmm. Many people don't feel like they're oh, being heard. They nice. talk and they talk and they talk and they say, nobody hears me. Why do they not hear you? So um, life is always a struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no God. And when that one comes up, that one's a difficult one at times because I have to ask people, you know, have you ever thought that? And they go, actually, I did. And not even realizing they had a traumatic situation and right away they blamed God and they were very um, upset with him for taking their loved one or whatever the case may be. And that became a deep-seated body memory. Hmm. So, and that one, um, that one, it it was just really different because I did have to work with a client um, that that came up and it, I felt myself uncomfortable, like asking, you know, is this, uh, you know, something that you have dealt with? And, and they're like, yeah, I have. And I was like, okay, you know, do you want to release that? You know, do you want to, you know, have the belief that there is a God? And she said, absolutely. I do believe, but we still had that deep seated body memory in the back. Mm. So we had to release that. So, um, another one, uh, there is no justice. And when people are wronged, you know, or don't get a fair, you know, deal on something, they think that right away there is no justice. And and if it's traumatic enough, it just becomes very deep seated. Um, We are the dominant species. And that one's good. And then um, financial. Financial is a huge one. And at times when, when the financial one shows up, not only could they have had financial difficulties in the past, maybe, you know, they had bankruptcy or they became homeless or they lost everything and because of financial reasons or whatever the case may be, um, depending on how bad that deep-seated body memory is, sometimes their body will require us to not only release it, but then we have to repair it. Okay. So, um, and that is all done by, you know, asking their, their body, their body knows all the answers. It has everything. It's like this massive computer that has all the answers inside of it. We just need to access it to find out what is going on for this person to be able to best assist them. And then, uh, resistance to 5d. We're living in a 3d reality and everything valid and there's and a resistance, 5D is coming. We are going to all move into 5D, but there's a lot of resistance to moving into 5D, which 5D is going to make things much easier for us. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot um, a lot better. I can't tell you what it's going to be like because I haven't <laughs> done there yet, but uh, <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, so anyway, 
that is kind of what some of the things that we test for for deep-seated body memories. Um, and, you know, if you ever want to uh, just know if you have a deep-seated body memory, we can definitely, uh, you know, meet with you and, and just go over what some of the things are that you may have that you need to work on. And um, if you set up just a, you know, 15-minute discovery call or come in for a 15-minute just to test, we can certainly do that as well. Nice. Nice. So it's like you kind of talked about um, releasing the emotions and everything like that. So it's almost like you have to peel back the layers in mm-hmm. order to find that deeper seated memory because like you have to peel things back and back in order to get to the big thing. Is that accurate? And you know, when, when we, when we go to test somebody like we're going to test them for a whole bunch of different emotions, some that are related to maybe something that's going on in their life. And then we make sure to test them for other things that are just random things, because we want to make sure that when we're working with somebody Mm -hmm. that our intent based on what they said does not come into play. So it's going to be, you know, completely, and we don't even know what the emotion is until we're done testing. Then we can look at all the emotions and go, okay, what is priority to be released from this person today? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we need to know what's priority to be released today because we can't have four different emotions that are priority and then um, just go, you know what, I'm just going to pick one. Okay, Mm -hmm. the body may not want that. We always have to confirm everything with the body because the body knows what's best for that individual. And we have to, um, you know, we have to trust our intuition. When we're doing something with somebody, we got to trust our, our gut instinct, our intuition that whatever's going to take place is what's right for you today. And, you know, people just need to have an open mind and just allow to receive that assistance that we're giving them to be able to get their body balanced and back in harmony. So what would people feel like if they're dealing with some of this stuff or have some of these things going on? Oh, that's everything you've already explained, but probably a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So most people, when they come in, maybe they're specific, they're dealing with something specific like anxiety Mm -hmm. or depression, or maybe they lost a loved one um, and they're just having difficulties moving past it. So, Um, Of course, we're going to, you know, assist them to help them through whatever it is that they're going through at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do also need to make sure that we're assessing the whole body as a whole Mm -hmm. and finding out everything to be able to let them know that, you know, you came in for this specific thing and we're going to definitely help you with that. But you have a whole array of different things that um, you may need to work on at some point. And just because, and the other thing too is, um, the body is so intelligent. When we work with somebody, if it's on one particular emotion, it doesn't re- it doesn't um, mean that it's only going to release that emotion. Okay. It could release many different emotions. Sound frequencies are so powerful because they're actually, you know, breaking up, dissolving those emotions. We're not pushing it around or moving it to a different part of the body. It's actually dissolving it. So the sound is like penetrating through the body Mm -hmm. and it just dissolving it. And then it's gone. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's 
interesting because people are like, well, where does it go? It's dissolved. It's gone, you know? And that's where um, the sound frequencies are so powerful. And that's the difference between dissolving it or just moving it around. You know, some people will re- say, oh, yeah, I went and had this modality done. And, you know, they said they released the anxiety. Well, how'd they release it? And some of them, it's just a, an energetic form of moving it so it's less intense. Okay. So, uh, okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's interesting, right? People ask. Yeah, it is. Well, that's what I was just going to say. People ask. And it's like, you just have to go with an open mind and just be honest and let yourself kind of be because it works. I mean, we've used it multiple yeah. times. Well, and if you, and if you resist it, it's going to be more difficult mm-hmm. for your body to release it. So it may release some, but it may not release it all. If you're going, nope, I'm not going to let it, you know, because, and I had a, an interesting situation with a client who had came in and had a lot of anger. And I just asked her, I was like, you know, is this about someone? And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm really angry at my coworker and, and for something that she had done. And I said, okay, you got to let that go. And she goes, I don't want to. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she goes, if I let it go, then she wins. And I said, actually, you win. Because if you hold That's on to that anger, like if you hold on, on to that, yeah. yeah, if you hold on to that anger, it's going to end up manifesting into disease and illness. Mm-hmm. It's happened. I was just going to ask you about that because that's where my first thought went to is like, well, you're going to harbor that, which is just going to have internal effects on yourself. Um, yeah, that's super interesting. You know, and they're actually linking anger to cancer now. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. And that is so important. And um, I can't tell you the number of times, and you know my husband, he's not an angry person. Yeah. And But he absorbs, he's such a um, compassionate human being that he will listen yeah. to people and they could be complaining or, you know, venting to him. And he absorbs their emotions as if they're his mm-hmm. own. And I am constantly checking him because of the fact that he had cancer to make sure that we're ridding his body of anything that he absorbs, even though he does his best to protect his own energy. There are times that, you know, when you're talking to a friend, you kind of let your guard down and they start venting right. about something and all of a sudden you end up with their anger and you weren't even angry to begin with. So um, it's so important it's, that you take that into consideration. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. You know, Erica and I talk a lot on some days where like, we've, we've gone in good moods, like nothing, but it's a harder day. And it's like, oh man, like we're just hanging on to things and you totally absorb other people's energy, like 100%. And that's why what you guys are doing is so important because you got to get rid of that stuff. You can't hang on to it. I've tried that. It don't feel good. <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, yeah, it is not. It's not good at all. And, you know, the, the biggest thing that I can tell people to be able to push negative energy away 
is to lift their light. And I know we have talked about this before Mm -hmm. um, in some of our conversations. And if you lift your light to 47,000 watts of God's white light, you're going to push away 90% of negative energy. And that is so important to know the power behind that. And you can't just say lift my light because, you know, God's going to be like, how much? A little? (laughs) You have to give it a direct number because it's, and you have to lift the light inside your body because you want to picture like a football field light that night. And you want to picture that light inside of you pushing out, like emitting from you. Because that's what's doing. It's pushing the negative. It's not putting light around you. It's putting light inside of you, which is completely different. You want to make sure that you have the light inside of you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. I mean, and that's, I had a question for you, but I, I can't remember. It was about that. Um, I wish I remembered it. About lifting the light, because that's something. Oh, um. I just had it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you um, about, on a similar topic, but you and I have talked a lot about it, and I think it's super interesting. And obviously, um, I know other people do as well, but the power of words and how that can formulate different thoughts, emotions into yourself, but also um, other people. And the big word I'm thinking about is, you know, use of the word hope. I know it's not like a big, you're not a big fan of it. And like, the more I thought about it after we talked, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. And I kind of, I, w- I would write it out and I would think of the tonality of it in the entire like sentence or paragraph of whoever I was talking to. And it's like, wow, that totally changes it like completely, just a word. So how does that, like, can you explain that a little bit more, go into more detail on that? Because I think it's, yeah, it, it is very interesting because um, the more I studied the the negative energy behind hope, okay? So, for instance, I used to um, get messages, you know, like my birthday. Mm-hmm. And they would send me a text message. I hope you have a good birthday. And I was like, okay, am I not going to? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, because instantly, and if you say that, if you say, I hope you have a good day, You can feel the difference in the energy versus saying, you know, have a great day or, you know, I trust that you're going to do well today or give it uh, the power behind the word. So you're uplifting versus pulling down. Mm -hmm. So you just want to be careful that the energy behind it. So if you say, I hope you have a great day, feel that. I can always feel it when I say hope. Yeah. Because it's like. Okay, what is that sending to the person? So anytime you send a text message, an email, you write a card, be careful of the words that you choose to use it and the energy that you're sending out because the person receiving it may not receive it the same way. And right away, they may judge you or they may be like, well, why did they say that? You know, you always have to make sure that whatever your... um telling someone that it's projected in a very positive, uplifting way. Even if you're a business owner and you have employees and you're probably trying to um, reprimand them, 
Okay, just don't go in there and just spew at them all the negative things that they could be doing because right away they're going to put the guard up and they're just not going to listen. They're just like done with you. So the best thing to do is to start out with, you know, something positive. You know, you're doing this, this, and this. You're doing really good at all of this stuff, but we need to uh, focus a little bit more on improving our skills at this instead of telling them you are wrong. You are bad. You did this horrible, you know. Why can't you do better? You know, that's because those could be triggers that set them off to react or it could be triggers from their past. You just don't know. So everybody, you have to realize that everybody has a story behind them and they may not show it at work, but you don't want to have that come back to you in a negative way. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I've tried to, I've caught myself using it a few times. Um, and ever since we talked, it's been like, ah, don't, don't do it, Trev. Like, <laughs> don't do it. It doesn't sound right. And it, it's crazy. Like words. I mean, it's just, it's something you normally say. It's something you just kind of put out there and you don't realize kind of the connotation and tonality of things. Um, and what it can do to not only yourself, but the other person as well. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Um, Go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I think we uh, covered pretty much everything that I wanted to go over today. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, um, real quick, I know we talked about this on the first episode um, that we did, but just a quick overview of what it looks like or um, to come in by you guys. So people kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I tell everybody you got the most comfortable beds in the Green Bay area. (laughs) Yes, um, we and it's funny that you say that because we used to start out with massage tables and we changed that and we actually bought regular like full size beds for mm-hmm. people to lay on. It's a little bit more room. It's more comfortable. The vibe is different when you come in. It's very um, like a spa setting, um, not medical or anything like that. Very calming, very relaxing. We you know, I have some soft music in the background playing. So you have something to listen to while you're having a session. We also diffuse some essential oils in the room. Um, uh, there's so many things that we do. And uh, we're super, super excited for many other things to come. Nice. We're um, actually going to be bringing an infrared sauna room into our building. So that's going to be coming in the next month, I believe. So that's super exciting, um, which is going to benefit so many people because it is a full spectrum one. Um, So uh, the more I know, the more I'll be able to share. Um, And the other thing, um, it's just a relaxing environment. So people don't have to, when they come in for a session, they don't have to share everything. If they don't want to, they can come in and relax and, um, we take care of the rest. So if they don't, you know, especially men, they don't want to come and divulge all their info or what's going on in their life. If they just want to come in and let us do it, that's fine. They don't have to share. It's not, it's not talk therapy like you have to share. You can by all means if you feel the need. Um, and then we do the rest and you get to take a nice little nap and you're not only relaxing every cell and atom in your body with the frequencies, but you're releasing emotions and you're getting a good, good snooze in. 
So it helps to re- recharge the body <laughs> and get you back going on the right path. It's perfect. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. We highly recommend it. Um, okay. Where can people go to, before we kind of get into the lightning questions, where can people go to reach out to you guys? Um, website, social media. Um, where can they find we you? Are, yeah, we are um, on our website, rediscoveryourselfint.com. We are on Instagram. We're on, um, which is uh, RDY Sound, I believe, on Instagram. And then um, Facebook, Rediscover Yourself, Stephen Bonnie. And I think we're on Pinterest too. <laughs> we're a little bit all over the place. Awesome. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you can either book online or you can give us a call. You can text us, um, whatever, you, whatever you're comfortable with. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll, we'll link to that stuff too, um, to make it easier for people. Awesome. Um, so a couple questions. First one is what is your favorite health related book? Health being bag term. <laughs> right. Um, my favorite one, I believe would be the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, that one is just, uh, it's about living in the now. And a lot of people don't. They that live in the past or they have anxiety about the future. And, you know, it's just being present, which is really good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and can I, mention, can I mention um, an event that we're having next week? Yeah, please do. August 16th, Tuesday, August 16th, we are having, um, it's called Transcending Cancer. Um, and it's going to be right at our office just for an hour talk, um, 12 to 1. Um, and you can actually, I can send out, I can put information on our website. I don't think I have it on our website, but we had sent out an email to all our clients. But if anybody wants to come, please reach out and let me know that you're interested. It is $25 for the the talk, which we're going to be sharing a lot of valuable information about cancer and different things that we know that we did that helped Steve. And, um, also, that $25 can be used towards an energy sound frequency therapy session. So you're not awesome. losing it. can be Yeah, that's really that. cool. I'll, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Y'all be sure to make note of that. Awesome. Um, what is a piece of it? Or uh, what's your favorite health-related activity to do in Green Bay? can't uh, talk to Steve because I know what he would say. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I just like being outside in nature. Um, yeah. Steve and I do go fishing a lot, which he absolutely loves. And I like to just relax. I fish too, but not as much as he does. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Awesome. Power of being outside. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's a piece of advice that you would give to somebody looking to uh, change their lifestyle to a little healthier habits if, if they don't have it currently? Um, I would say, listen to your higher self, connect to your higher self more and listen to it. And it's so powerful because your higher self is a divine aspect of you. And that is where all the truth lies. And if you can start asking your higher self every single day, just ask your higher self to, um, be more proactive in your life to give you the 
answers that you need for something you might, you can be specific and just watch, be aware for the signs and the things that come to you. And you'll be surprised at how accurate it is. And it's, it's so worth doing. So definitely listen to your, your higher self whenever you're making a big decision, especially. <laughs> it's a good one. That's a, that's a strong one. Awesome, Bonnie. Well, thank you for coming on and talking again. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Thank good. you for having me. Yeah. And it's going to be good info for everybody that's listening. And um, yeah, thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, Trevor. Talk to you All soon. Right, Bye-bye. If you would like more information about us at Movement Performance and Rehab or information on one of our guests, or if you have a contact that would be a good guest for this podcast, please send us an email at info at mvmtgb.com. That's info at movementgb.com.